0: The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Just throw it in a little bit behind her to Whitney Bowen.
1: Power across the timeline over the left wing to Ashley Brown against the man-to-man. Get it down to the low block. Bounce pass into Allie. She'll use the left hand and score.
0: Tonight, it's a Fort Cary Conference doubleheader from Elm Creek as the state-rated Buffaloes welcome in the Loomis Wolves. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Puts it up, won't go. Backside
1: rebound tipped, and Andrew Dennis will grab his second board. Back to Johnson, top of the key three, and it's good.
0: Both squads are battling for a chance at a conference championship. Tonight's winners will keep themselves in position to fulfill that goal. It's the Wolves and the Buffaloes coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll see you live to Elm Creek with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
1: And good evening once again, everyone. Welcome back to your sports leader in the Tri-Cities, Power 99 and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. As we get ready for a boys' Fort Kearney Conference top ten matchup between the hometown Buffaloes of Elm Creek and the Loomis Wolves teams that have had a chance to taste that state tournament experience and were two of the top teams in the conference last year, had a couple of dandies, and uh, we are looking for a good one here tonight. The girls' game, 47-35, Elm Creek. Was able to uh, take a big second quarter and go on and just keep that lead uh, throughout the second half. As Loomis never got closer than nine after Elm Creek outscored them eighteen to two in the second, and we're up twenty-seven to sixteen at halftime. Leading the way was Whitney Bauer for Elm Creek, nineteen points. She hit five threes in the ball game. Twelve points for Haley Stone for Loomis. Eleven points, eight rebounds for Hannah Stewart. Seven points, ten rebounds for Alexis Billiter. Well, the Loomis boys. They kind of follow in the uh, footsteps of their coach when he and his guys played at Loomis High School. They love to get up and down the floor, and they love to score. Well, that's what these Loomis Wolves do as well. But we'll have any of it worn off. Loomis has not been able to play a game since all the way back on December the 27th when they beat Burwell 67-47. They didn't get a chance to play day two in the uh, holiday tournament, which would have been against Minden over at Axtell. And they didn't have anything else scheduled until now. So this is their first game uh, back uh, since then. And Elm Creek played in their own holiday tournament last time out on New Year's Day. Fell in a low-scoring game, their lowest-scoring game of the year, to Donovan Trumbull, 45-37. to 37. Loomis has averaged 73 points a game, four players in double figures, led by uh, a couple of youngsters out there and sophomores, Quinn Johnson and Shay Swanson. You've also got the big guy, Joshua Marcy, down low. For Elm Creek, they've got a couple of guys that are in double figures, led by Trey Miner at 17 points per ballgame. Should be a good one here. It could be. For the championship in the Lou Platt Conference this year, or excuse me, the Fort County Conference this year, you still have Pleasanton setting out there at nine and one, and Amherst and uh, Axtell both setting at six and three, but would have to uh, win some head-to-heads to have a chance to get back in contention. But right now, it looks like these two teams in Pleasanton uh, will be battling for the regular season title. You're listening to the Hogan Hybrids pregame show. The starting lineups are next. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the Wolves of Loomis, number one, six-foot sophomore, Shea Swanson averages 12 points a game. Number two, six-one sophomore, Quinn Johnson, the leading scorer at just under 17 a game. Number 11, five-eleven senior, Nolan Benjamin, 13 points a game. Number 14, six-foot junior, Carson Orcutt, Five points a game, and number 23, 6'5", senior Joshua Marcy. He'll get you 14 points and 11 rebounds a game. The head coach is Drew Billiter assisted by Casey Verbka, Jason Maskey, and Mike Brummer. 7-0, and ranked third in Class D2 so far this season. The closest game that Loomis has had so far this year is a five-point win over Amherst. For the Elm Creek Buffaloes, their starting lineup looks like this. Number one, 6'1", senior Gage Claybaugh, he averages 10 points a game. Number two, 6'1", junior Troy Brummels averages 14 a game. Number three, 6'1", junior Trey Miner, 17 per ball game. Number 10, 5'10", senior Karsten McCarter at about 9 points a game. And number 44, 5'7", senior Lane Getzweiler. He brings you home a ton of points, not so much. He's in there as a role player, a couple of points per ball game. He'll go grab you a rebound or two from time to time. The head coach is Tanner Cavity, assisted by Brant Runge and Davis Miner. They are ranked sixth in Class D1 with a record of 7-2. and two. They lost to Southern Valley, who's 8-1, and one, and they lost to Donovan Trumbull, who fell to 8-2 last night after a loss to Ravenna. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Good news is we have our entry report, which is always brought to you by our friends at uh, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with the location their year no injuries. That's what we like. No injuries to report. Everybody's ready to roll, and that's what you want in a big-time basketball game like tonight. We're getting close to tipping off the high school top ten Fort Kearney Conference boys matchup. Earlier tonight in girls' action, Kearney Catholic beat Granite on Central Catholic 56-48. The boys' game coming up on ESPN fourteen sixty. Adam Adams Central beating the Lexington girls. The boys' game on 1230 AM KHAs. We'll be back to tipping off Loomis and Elm Creek right after this
5: farming is a way of life here and today's farmer has a feel for the land a knowing touch that shows in the riches of the harvest and the farmers know chs agronomy department is who they can trust and count on your chs agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical fertilizer seed and soil samples chs is right there where you are that means you know the people and they're giving back in your communities chs people and resources you can count on always and always here at CHSHoldridge.com.
6: At First Tier Bank, our roots go back to 1955. Our vision has always been to help our communities live better with great banking. First Tier Bank takes pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking, savings, loans, and online banking with bill pay. First Tier Bank measures its success by continued growth of our clients and communities. We are proud to support our high school athletes.
1: <laughs> You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact your local Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer Terry and Jason Stark on KKPR FM, Carney Loomis Elm Creek, and the World Wide Web at preps.com Last year, when these two teams got together, of course, Loomis 19 and six on the season. Uh, they took on an Elm Creek team in the irregular season and fell by a score of 81 to 71. And then in the conference championship game, it was Elm Creek winning again by a score of 66 to 50. So Loomis went 19 and 6. Elm Creek was 21 and 3 and got a chance to see some of that state tournament. The Kearney and Norfolk girls go into overtime tied at 41. Jim Langen, Tim O'Day and the crew. Along with Tim Higgins, our official tonight. Ball is in the air, and the opening tap will be controlled here by the Loomis Wolves in those really neat black uniforms with a little green trim. Try to lob it down low to Marcy. The ball will be deflected away and out of bounds. It'll stay with the Wolves. And then the home white with the gold trim for Elm Creek. So Loomis to throw it into the baseline. Nolan Benjamin to do so. Elm Creek manning it up. They'll throw it out here on the wing. Quinn Johnson, who has deep range along with Shea Swanson. They started as freshman guards last year and now sophomore. <laughs> by the time they're a senior, everybody's going to believe that they're 24. Try to lob it inside. It's underthrown, and the ball will be turned over. So Loomis does not get a shot on their opening possession, at Elm Creek will bring it into the front court for Kirsten McCarter. Back to the trailer. Gage Clayball over on the right wing. Three-pointer by Trey Miner. No good. Trying to save the basketball. It's out of bounds off Elm Creek. As Nolan Benjamin went high in the air but came down awkwardly and landed on the ground. Almost like we saw Davis do with the Lakers the other night. But he's up and he's okay. And it'll be Loomis basketball. Pressure defense from Lane Gutsweiler out front. He is on the ball of Nolan Benjamin. Man-to-man by Elm Creek. Benjamin goes right, now dribbles all the way to the left wing. Staying right with him is Lane. Back up top, they'll get the ball to Shay Swanson. Trying to spread the floor, see what Elm Creek wants to do. Maybe take him one-on-one. Ball poked away, diving for it, trying to save it as McCarter. There's a scrum and a foul called on Loomis. No, no, a travel going to be called. Going to say Elm Creek dove on the basketball and then tried to get up and go the other way without dribbling. So no change of possession. Loomis will stay with the basketball. A minute gone here, and boy, as long as this is close, it's gonna be pretty intense tonight. Benjamin, they clear the lane, he backs his way in and scores. Nolan Benjamin just backed down Gutswiller and was able to put it up for the first points of the ball. Game two to nothing in favor of the Wolves. In the paint, looking to get it a shake and bank his Brummels. He'll get it to Lane in the right hand corner. Back up top, they'll go to McCarter. High post here to Miner, right back to McCarter. Thinking about the three, guarded out here by Benjamin. Wolves are also in a a man-to-man. Open Miner, he'll try the three. It's too strong. Long rebound, though, comes out to Karsten McCarter. He'll force his way down the lane, put it up too strong, no good. Rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. Johnson fires his way to the other end. He finds Swanson. Missed the layup. Offensive putback, though. Benjamin, excuse me, Orkut, Orkut with the offensive putback. Four to nothing, Loomis on top, and then as we come to the other end, quick outlet pass, a bucket and a foul. Going to the line is going to be Gage Claybaugh. Loomis usually, both these teams usually pretty good about getting back, but they didn't there in the foul on Orkut after he made the bucket at the other end. Got caught up in traffic in the free throw, bouncing around, and it will not go. Orkut will bring down the board here for Loomis. Two minutes in, four to two. Here comes Swanson into the paint, leaves it off for Marcy. Defender falls, and Marcy puts it off the glass uncontested for the bucket. Joshua, the third different player to score here for Loomis. It's six to two. Coach Billiter off the bench, helping to coach defense here. Here comes Claybaugh down the paint. He gets knocked down again, and the ball goes in. A chance at a three-point play. Gage Claybaugh with both buckets here for Elm Creek. Missed the free throw last time. Try and change that here. And it looks like we're going to have to have a substitution for Loomis. Aiden Lovett is going to come in, a 5'9 junior. 5'38 to go here in quarter number one, and a chance to make it a one-point game. And this time, the three-point play is concluded and completed by Gage Claybaugh. 6-5 to five, Loomis, 5.5 to go here in the opening quarter. Guts Weller up... Aaron Benjamin trying to use his offhand to clear Lane out of the way. Hands it off on the curl screen to Love it Back up top, they'll go to Johnson. Loomis hasn't gotten a three away yet, but they do get it to Marcy, who posts up and scores. Second bucket for Joshua Marcy, 8-5. Here they come on a run at the other end. The short jumper up and in by Troy Brummels. And so wasting no time, Elm Creek got down the floor, and now we're going to have a little discussion Uh, Our lead official, Jim Langan, are we going to get a double foul or are we going to get a warning? Looks like we're going to get a little warning. Coach Cavity saying, hey, come on, fans, stay right here with us. So a little pushing and shoving in John after that last bucket. Shea Swanson will bring it across the timeline. They clear the paint. Up top, Marcy Long, three. Johnson is well short, and the ball is going to go out of bounds off of Elm Creek like i said when we tipped off as long as it stays close this is going to be fun here tonight lewis paul underneath their own hoop and to throw it in will be benjamin try to set a screen for a lob to marcy he's covered to the right hand corner to shane swanson back out to Lovett into the corner benjamin Gets Willer on him. He'll still take the three. It's going to be short this time. No good. And Lane gets Willer will pull down the rebound here for Elm Creek. Outlet pass right wing. Here comes Miner to the baseline. Cut off. Back up top. Ball knocked away. Steal made by Lovett. He anticipated it. He goes to the other end and he gets fouled. <laughs> Troy Brummels went up to try to block it. He got a lot of basketball, but he got a little bit of the arm and body. And that will be the first foul of the game on Elm Creek. At the line to shoot two will be Aiden Lovett. You're listening to high school basketball on KKPR-FM. Carney, Atlanta, Odessa, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. First free throw, Lovett, up and no good. Don't forget you can listen to our games live or the podcast afterwards. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. And Elm Creek's going to go to the bench. Bone Knapp, the freshman Slides into the ball game, as does Brandon Newfer. Second free throw down coming up for Lovett. Also in for Loomis is Jackson Lobby. Second free throw, no good. Comes off long. Fight for it. Jump ball. In between Shea Swanson and Troy Brummels. And the arrow points the way of Loomis. Nope. Now they're going to change that. They did not change the arrow, so that's right. That's the way we had it marked here. It will be Elm Creek basketball. Trailing 8-7, 4.29 remaining here in the first quarter of play. Already a lot of energy here in the gym. SEM girls beat Axtell tonight 53-45. Here's a three-pointer in the corner. Up it in by Trey Miner, his first bucket of the ball game. And Elm Creek has their first lead at 10-8. Loomis basketball, transition up top, they'll go, love it, right wing, Benjamin had a hand on him, pushes it away, uses his dribble up, top of the circle, they'll go to Marcy, Joshua dribbles into the double team, hands it off, Benjamin, back out top, Swanson fakes left, goes right, Elm Creek, great defense here, they're all over the place, ball gets tipped out to midcourt, with the basketball is Marcy, little contact, they wanted to push off, didn't get it inside, driving and scoring is Shea Swanson, and we are tied at 10. The way Loomis runs their offense, they leave the paint open for all the one-on-one dribble penetration or drive and kicks. Here's Miner. He'll take it in. Right block. Have his shot blocked. Marcy comes out of there with the block shot on Brummels. Up ahead to Swanson. Works right side of the key. picks the dribble up, and they'll reset it here with Lovett. Jump pass right side. Thinking about it as Lobby. No. Back out 25 feet away from the hoop is Love it on the right side of the key. Reverse it left side. Benjamin sees a little room, comes in, hands it off to Lobby at the free throw line, drives, and he's fouled. It just seems like there's so much one-on-one that the defense is losing so far here in the first five minutes. The foul will be on Karsten McCarter, his first. The team fouls are even at two apiece. And at the line, Joshua Marcy has a couple of buckets already, and the first free throw is no good. Coming back into the ball game for Elm Creek. Will be Gutzweiler and Claybaugh. Gage with five of the ten points here for Elm Creek. 7-0 and Loomis, 7-2 and Elm Creek. Second free throw for Marcy on the way, and it's banked in. Whatever it takes. And now he's checking out of the ball game, and Quinn Johnson will return. Loomis 11, Elm Creek 10, exactly three minutes to go here in the first quarter of play. Elm Creek won the girls game. Kearney Catholic beat GICC tonight and girls action. The boys on ESPN 1460 underway. Down the middle of the floor trying to work down on Swanson. Gives it off on of the left wing. Picking up there is Bonamp. Way out between the circles. It's Claybaugh. Right side of the key. They'll try to get it down on the low block to Miner. Backs his way in and then he just got hacked. Aiden Lovett will pick up the personal foul. And shooting two will be Trey Minor. Hit a three-pointer earlier. And a chance to tie and maybe even take the lead back here for the Buffaloes. Norfolk Girls defeat Carney High in overtime. 53 to 47. Carney's High is home tomorrow. As the Bearcats return to the Carney High Gymnasium, and they'll be taking on Lincoln Southeast, Carney Catholic Coast North Platte tomorrow. Both these teams are in action tomorrow. Elm Creek takes on Wilcox. Hildreth Loomis gets a Rappahoe. Here's Gutzweiler, Gutzweiler in the corner for three. Lane hits his first bucket, and it's back to a two-point Elm Creek lead, 13 to 11. Swanson brings it up the floor, 360 cut off there by Newfer. Back up top, handling it is Orca, Love it. On the left side of the key to Lobby. Off a of screen up top, they'll go to Johnson. Quinn forces the jumper. It will not go. Rebound yanked down by Elm Creek. Play ball. outlet pass, one on two. Miner throws it up. Miner draws another foul. And we might have a little blood to deal with here. Aiden Lovett's going to get his second personal foul. And it looks like there's some blood. Lovett's pointing on the floor and on his arm. And it looks like maybe a little off of tray. Miner. But Miner is supposed to be shooting free throws. And I think because of the blood, they're going to be able to switch out here and let McCarter go shoot some free throws here, which I'd assume is advantageous for Elm Creek. McCarter on the season, well, just a 58% free throw shooter, minor 78%, so McCarter to shoot two, and the first one is in and out, no good. Not sure how serious the blood is over there, but he's all the way at the end of the bench. And the trainer's taking a look at it. Might have got cut. Injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Second free throw, McCarter. Up and in. 14 to 11. Elm Creek now leads it by three. Still two minutes to go here in quarter number one as Swanson will walk it up. You won't see that happen very often. Gets a ball screen from Quinn Johnson all the way left side of the lane. Forces up, draws the foul, and scores. Shay Swanson with his second bucket of the ball game and a chance to tie it back up. Foul on the Buffaloes. Trey Brummels. Troy with his second. Third team. And it looks like they're going to try and get Miner right back into the ball game here they so got Troy and Trey, and they'll switch them out. Trey in for Troy. And waiting to try and complete the three-point play here is Shea. Shea Swanson on the way and good. So five points here in the first quarter for Shea Swanson. We are tied at 14 with a minute 55 to go here in the first quarter. McCarter pushes the ball off the floor here, gets it into the right-hand corner to Gage Claybaugh against the man-to-man working on Lobby. Lobby won't let him go anywhere, so back out to Gutsweiler to McCarter up top. Picked up there by Benjamin. Comes to the right side, weak side, Gutzweiler trying to post up Claybaugh. He's covered. High post, Gutzweiler off the curl screen. Gets it to him. Miner spins and scores. Nice athletic move by Trey Miner. His second bucket, 16-14. Lobby's all by himself at the other end, but then he got a little quick. Threw it up, no good. He saw the defender running in there, and he just threw it up, and it went right over the rim, and McCarner pulls down the board. Chance to take a two possession lead here if they can find a basketball. Claybaugh into the corner. Looking for some room. Newfer. back up to reverse it to McCarter. Ball fake three. Tries to drive. Cutoff. Back out for a three. Claybaugh. It's no good. And Lobby will pull down the rebound here for Loomis. A minute to go. Outlet pass. Layup. Left hand. Swanson missed it. Back to back layups that the Wolves have missed. And Gage Claybaugh will get the rebound. At the other end, they move a little too fast and step out of bounds. Just the second turnover here for Elm Creek. Loomis has turned it over one time. 16-14, Four, Elm Creek. 46 seconds to go here in the first quarter. And Christian Blinko comes in for Loomis for the final 45 seconds. Kind of that tweener I don't think they'll hold for one. Shay Swanson. That's not in their DNA, I don't think. Who brings it up. They really pressure the ball here all over Swanson is minor. He decides to drive by a behind-the-back pass, but there's nobody there that can get it. He tried to get it to Blankow, fast break the other way, and it ends up being a layup, and bucket for Gage Claybaugh. And it's 18-14, a four-point lead for Elm Creek. Still 15 seconds to go. Up the floor with a Johnson. Step back three. Not a good shot. It did not go in. And the air ball is going to be grabbed here by Gutzweiler, and then he's fouled. Elm Creek a chance to really get something here in these last two possessions. The foul on Jackson lobby. That'll be his first of the team's fifth. Justice Harvey will check in for the final 10 seconds. 18-14 Elm Creek. They've got the ball. McCarter looking for the play call here. They'll clear it out. He'll bring it up with the right hand. Right side of the key, tries to get a screen, dribbles it off his knee. Two seconds, he gets a shot away from 12 and hit it. Karsten McCarter knocks down the bucket. His first in the ball game, and a nice run to end the first quarter. Elm Creek 20, Loomis 14, the Buffaloes get the final six points. We've got one of the books, our top ten matchup at the Fort Carney Conference here on Power 99.
7: area athletes.
1: Back here in the carney Toe and Repair broadcast booth in Elm Creek. A big thank you to Athletic Director Corey Spatansky and the crew here as always for their hospitality. Elm Creek with the final six points of the quarter and they lead Loomis by a score of 20-14 to in this battle of state-rated Fort Kearney Conference ball clubs. Getting the ball to start the second quarter is Loomis. They'll try to lob it into Joshua Marcy. They overshoot him and Loomis turns it over so, turnover number three. Two have been committed by Elm Creek. With the right wing driving in, putting it off the glass, in and out, no good. Minor boy, it did everything but go through the net. And Carson Orcutt will pull down the rebound. And he'll give it off to Swanson, who in the lane lost the handle. Turnover, transition, two on two. McCarter comes in, foul, ball off the front of the rim, no good. And he'll have two free throws coming up. But sloppy ball handling over the last minute and a half here by Loomis. McCarter, one of two at the line, has three points. Gage Claybaugh picked up seven in the first quarter. Nolan Benjamin with the foul. And the free throw is good by McCarter. Marcy and Swanson each have five for Loomis. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. So McCarter nails them both. Eight in a row now. And it's a Eight-point ball game. 22-14 Elm Creek. Loomis. Haven't been in many close games. They are now into Marcy. Ball fake. Beautiful job. He let the defender fly by. Seven points now for Joshua Marcy. And that snaps the 8-0 Elm Creek run. Buffalo's doing a good job of getting the ball out right after Loomis makes a bucket. Against the man-to-man. They get it off the screen. Right block. McCarter didn't like it. Kicked it back out to Gutswiler for three. It's short. No good. Marcy gets a paw on it. He will grab His first rebound of the ball game. Elm Creek's two of six from three-point land. Loomis is 0 of three. Benjamin in the paint. Spins left hand. Throws it up. No good. Ball is tipped, though, into the hands of Carson Orcutt by Joshua Marcy. And Orcutt gets a cheapie. And back-to-back buckets here for Loomis. Top of the circle with it. Clayball. Clayball back out McCarter. Ball fake starts to drive. Nothing there. Up top, Miner. To for right side, three-pointer on the way. Claybaugh, all net. Ten points now for Gage Claybaugh, and it's 25-18. Loomis runs there on the other way, down by seven. They post up Marcy, knocked away. He gets it back. He wants to take the shot, dropped it, dribbled again, and now there is the double dribble. I think they wanted the double dribble. The official correctly said no. It was slapped out of his hands, and then Marcy thought, okay, I can dribble again, and no. Loomis already three turnovers here in this second quarter, and we're not even two minutes gone. Amherst boys leading Overton after one, 20-12. Overton won the girls' game earlier tonight. As Miner will walk the ball up the floor with a seven-point lead, 25-18, high post, they'll get it to uh, Brummels. Brummels hands it right back off Claybaugh, right corner. They'll find Miner. Spin move on Johnson. Lost the handle. Got it back. Throws it up top to Knapp, who re-entered. Here's a three-pointer by the Buffaloes. And another one up and good by Gage Claybaugh. He's got it going tonight. 28-18, a 10-point lead here at home for the Buffaloes. Five and a half to go. Bounce pass, forcing it into Marcy. He's covered. Marcy just got away with a foul. Didn't matter because they turned the basketball over. Elm Creek fans getting into it. At the other end, Claybaugh kicks it out. Here's a three-pointer that's going to be short by Knapp. And the rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. Johnson, who has not been a factor yet in the ball game, has not scored. High post. They'll go to Orkin on the right elbow. Good ball fake. Got his man in the air. And then he gets shoved before he can get a shot away. Elm Creek has not bitten on many of those ball fakes so far. But you get one here. So it'll be Loomis ball underneath their own hoop. Again, the foul... Called here on Brummel's, and he has three of the team's four fouls, so he's out quickly, and Coach Cavity is really handling it to one of the officials over here about what happened, maybe at the other end. He didn't like something. Inbounds pass to Marcy, and they'll give it up here to Swanson. Swanson. Off the screen, Benjamin, outside the arc, right side of the key. Skip pass all the way to the left side. Ball fake, wide open now. Quinn Johnson, 12-footer, good. His first bucket of the ball game, 28-20, Elm Creek. Fast break the other way, McCarter, but Lewis is now starting to get back. They got burned a couple of times. Nap, wide open. He'll try the three, but it's no good. Rebound high in the air to pull it down. Nolan Benjamin, his first, wants to go all the way. One on three, got bumped, threw it up anyway. No good. Rebound, Orchid. He can't get the shot away. Kicks it to Marcy. Drives. Charge. Wipe off the bucket. Marcy nodded his head. Said, yep. Great job down there by Claybon McCarter. And for Marcy, that'll be his first personal foul. And the ball comes over to the Buffaloes. Coming up at half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first half stats. Other scores around the area. We'll recap the girls' game. Should get a chance to talk with Elm Creek coach Mike Ford after their 47, 235 victory. A cold one outside, but a jam-packed gym here tonight at Elm Creek. This is what it's all about. Getting a good one. In the corner, Claybaugh tries another three. He was contested by Marcy. This one is no good. Adam Lo- or Aiden Lovett, who's back in the ball game, gets the rebound. To the other end, driving in is Johnson. Jumper no good. Rebound brought down by Loomis, and he is fouled. Carson Orcutt to the line to shoot 2 after grabbing his 5th board here in the first quarter and a half. The foul on Gage Claybaugh, his first and the team's 5th. So here goes Orkut to shoot 2 free throws. The first one is good. Don't forget tomorrow we've got a little wrestling action from the Amherst Invitational. We've got 3 top 5 teams in CD including Amherst over 30 rated wrestlers. And we'll get underway around 4 30 with the final round. Second free throw Orcutt is up and in. UNK wrestlers 2-0 at the national duels today. They'll be in the semifinals tomorrow against McKendry at ten AM. Six-point lead now. Up top got Twyler trying to get a little more of a cushion here. Newfer, he'll try a three. That one is no good. Ball is slapped out, ends up in the hands of Gage Claybaugh off the miss three. How about another three? McCarter is no good. How about another offensive rebound by Brandon Newfer? And how about another foul on Loomis? And we've got a one-and-one one coming up. Looks like the foul's on Quinn Johnson. That'll be his first eighth-team foul. And at the line here is Brandon Newfer shooting the one-and-one. Looking for his first point of the basketball game. On the season, Brandon gets you about three points a game. Free throw is on the way, and it's bouncing around. Won't go, and then they're going to get McCarter over the back. And there's some yapping going again. Shea Swanson was pretty happy. And then McCarter said something back to him. For Karsten, that'll be his second, team sixth. We've already had about three meetings between the players and the officials. Trying to keep it under control. Don't want to start throwing out a bunch of technicals. And we got a lot of first half left. We're just barely midway through the second quarter. 340 to go here in the first half Elm Creek 28, Loomis 22. Trying to post up Marcy. They get it to him. He beats the double team. Then he got bumped, but he missed the shot. Missed it again. Missed it a third time from point blank range. Karsten McCarter will get the rebound and an opportunity to get six in a row. And instead, at the other end, a layup by Newfer. Brandon Newfer with his first bucket. That is a four-point swing of all four-point swings. 30 to 22 Elm Creek. Marcy outside the key, hands it off here on the screen. Swanson to the free throw line gets bottled up. To love it. Aiden backs it out. Bounce pass in the corner. Benjamin. Uses a buy, ball screen on the high side, but doesn't go anywhere. Now picks his dribble up out to Marcy, and they need to reset here. On the bench right now is Johnson. Here's a long three by Aiden Lovett. It, it's no good. Rebound pulled down by the Buffaloes. Elm Creek wants to push it up here with Miner. Miner, coast to coast, kicks it into the corner. Leave it off in the paint. Here's Newfer. He misses the jumper. Offensive put back is good. And Trey Miner put it up and in, and we're going to get a timeout. Called by Loomis. The lead is back to 10 with 2.37 to go in the first half of play. It's Elm Creek 32, Loomis 22. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney.
8: Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire...
1: And welcome back to high school basketball here on Power 99. Glad to have you along with us. 2.37 to go here in quarter number two, 32-22. Elm Creek with the lead, Add it to 10. Loomis cut it to six and then missed back-to-back layups on the same possession. Elm Creek then gets back-to-back buckets, and they lead it here by 10. Still two and a half to go out of the timeout for Loomis. Wolves with the basketball, trying to work his way in between the double teams. Swanson missed it. Rebound brought down by Clayball. Long outlet pass, layup. McCarter good, and he is fouled. Karsten McCarter, a chance at a three point play. 34 22. Elm Creek is getting the better of it at both ends right now. And the foul on Carson Orcutt is his third personal foul. And a chance to get the three-point play here is McCarter. He'll put it up, and it is good. Karsten now with eight points in the basketball game, and the lead is 13. Loomis, a team that averages 73, has 22 points right now at the 2.15 mark of the second quarter. Between the circles is Benjamin. On the right elbow with it, Marcy. They give him room, so he dribbles, he shoots, he hits the floater from six. Marcy leading the way with the Wolves. He's got nine points. 35-24, quick outlet here for Elm Creek, but nowhere to go. Claybaugh, who's got 13 in the first half, gives it to McCarter. Right in his pocket is Lovett. Over to Claybaugh, to the baseline, Gutsweiler. Picked up there by Benjamin, sags on him. Up top for a deep three-pointer. Elm Creek can't get that one to go. Ball tipped around. McCarter finally grabs the loose basketball. A lot of second-chance opportunities here in the corner for Elm Creek. Tipped away from McCarter. Swanson dives after it. It goes out of bounds off of Shea into the Elm Creek bench. So it'll be Buffalo ball in the backcourt. McCarter, Newfer, along with Gutzweiler, Claybaugh, and Miner. An 11-point lead with 90 seconds to go before halftime. McCarter working the point. Brings it right side. Crosses over here on Lovett. Hangs right with him to Gutzweiler. Ah the screen, top of the key. There's Claybaugh for three more, but that one's off the mark, and a rebound brought down by Aiden Lovett. So after hitting a couple, that's six straight misses from downtown for Elm Creek. Good ball fake by Johnson. Finally takes the shot, but it won't go. There are no Loomis Wolves at all to rebound the basketball, and up the floor with it is going to be Miner. Dishes it off, a layup, Claybaugh. And now we get a full-length timeout with only one minute to go before halftime by Loomis. Exactly one minute to go here in the second quarter of play, and Loomis by far their biggest deficit of the entire season. It's Elm Creek 37, Loomis 24. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney.
3: The winter clearance is going on now at Gary Michaels Clothiers. Save thirty percent off all remaining winter items: men's sweaters, quarter zips, and sports shirts. Save thirty to fifty percent off all leather wool top coats and car coats. Update your professional wardrobe with a new suit or sport coat. Thirty to fifty percent off. Ultra slim fit to traditional fits in the hottest shades of grays and blues. Ladies, save thirty percent off ladies' fashions from denim to dresses. Shop Gary Michaels Clothiers and save thirty percent off all winter down.
1: At the end of the first quarter, Grand Island Central Catholic boys leading Kearney Catholic 13-12 on ESPN 1460. The Lady Stars won 56-48 in a close game. A minute to go. Wolves might only get one possession here out of the timeout. They've already ran off about 15. Top of the circle, Benjamin. Backdoor cut, Marcy. It's covered. It's kicked away by McCarter. Loomis turns it over. Up ahead, going in and finishing the layup is Brent Neufer. His second bucket of the ball game, 39-24, Elm Creek. 20 seconds to go here before halftime against the undefeated Wolves. Who can't buy anything from the outside. And Marcy has got nine points, but they need more from him. Another three by Benjamin, and they finally knock one down. First three of the game, still seven seconds to go. Elm Creek with four seconds, trying to get a shot away. Here is the clay three pointer, no and that is the end of the first half of play. Your score, the 6th-ranked D1 Elm Creek Buffaloes with a record of 7-2, leading the D2 3rd-ranked 7-0 oh, Loomis Wolves at the half, 39-27. Coming up, the, the Reventa Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll take a look at the first-half stats and talk with Elm Creek girls coach Mike Ford after their win. Stay with us. and welcome back to Elm Creek on a chilly night outside, but it's warm in here with all the basketball going on, a full house. And this is our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your tra- trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection, find them in your local Yellow Pages. Halftime of the boys game, Elm Creek leading Loomis 39-27 to in the girls game tonight. It was even for three quarters, but it was the second quarter that was the difference tonight. Elm Creek outscored Loomis eighteen to two in the second and won the ball game forty-seven to thirty-five to improve to nine and one. Whitney Bauer led the way with nineteen points. Five of those three pointers. Haley Stone had twelve points, and head coach Mike Ford joins us. And coach kind of an unusual thing. Neither team had played since the holiday tournament. That's nine days for you. It was even longer for Loomis, but loomis kind of came out and did some really good things in that first quarter of play 14 to 9 uh, how did you feel the team uh, came out for you uh, after the long layoff
9: you know i thought i thought we came out a little bit flat but i uh, i think it was more credit to what loomis did versus us not getting anything done on the defensive end they just they found holes in in what we were trying to do defensively and they were able to hit some shots and uh, just kind of came out and hit our girls in the mouth but uh, it's, it's one of those things where you like to see uh, h- uh, how your kids are going to respond when, when things aren't looking very well. and uh, They came into that second quarter, end of first quarter, and into the second quarter and went on a pretty big run. and, and uh, Sometimes you only need one big run like that uh, because they were even with, with us the rest of the game, but
1: uh, really uh, liked how they responded to that adversity the way we talked about Loomis dominated the boards but you were so out in them defensively that sometimes that's why they were able to get some offensive rebounds because you were so far out there and your defense shut them down oh of six from three point range in that second quarter and i have them for 10 turnovers in the second quarter was it anything different or was it just turning it up a notch
9: i i think it's just turning it up a notch we we try to talk uh to them all the time when stuff isn't going well let's respond with really good action positive action and uh uh, I, I asked them what they wanted to do, and they said let's let's get after it a little bit more and, and, and see what uh, more pressure can do, and, and it just it just got Loomis a little bit on their heels, and, and uh, those open shots weren't there, um, but like you said, uh, us being extended a little bit, left only one, maybe two rebounders inside, and Darla Thorell is just a force. I mean, she's, she does a great job. She lives... For those boards and and uh sometimes that's the best offense
1: but you you didn't let her have any offense tonight i mean she had two and a half kids on her it seemed like all night long
9: well we, it's just that's a respect thing i mean she's just a good athlete uh, lexi Builder's is a good athlete she she took a lot of attention uh and that opened the door for for athletes like stewart to knock down shots and, and do what she did and um, but they're a, they're a quality team, and I don't think that their record uh, reflects uh, the, the quality
1: team that they are. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be probably hanging around that four slot when we get to the conference tournament. So uh, you or Pleasanton will probably end up seeing them again down the line. They're finally getting healthy. But, you know, we're going to look at somebody like anytime we've got one of the Bauer girls, they've, they've done so well for you. We've got some family names around there, and she hit her threes tonight. But Stone does such a good job of getting open she got that ball down on the block but not just down on the block deep on the block she works so hard without the basketball
9: she's uh i think the light bulb is just continuing to get brighter and 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 come on for her she's understanding uh uh, putting defense in in a position to maybe full full front her and then figuring out how to seal that on the backside. and i mean and that's just a learning curve we knew that kids were going to be in a little bit different roles uh this year with with all those sophomores becoming juniors but uh those those little intricacies that are going to help uh complement anything you can do outside if you can get some stuff done inside uh it's it it's really fun
1: mike ford is the head coach here at elm creek we'll be guilty i'll be guilty of it you got three more games but nobody nobody's going to talk about those three you're playing three teams that have sub 500 records and in two weeks it's going to be for the conference championship between you and pleasanton they're here tonight they're watching the game girls and boys uh, where do you think your team is at right now, as far as uh, maybe being in a position to, to challenge for that conference title? You
9: know, uh, I, I told the girls, uh, I said, uh, "Pleasanton's there tonight. They're, they're watching what we're doing, and, and they—I I guarantee you—they just saw some things that get to us, and we got to work on those things if we if we want to be in that game." There, I don't think Pleasanton is the same team as last year. I think they're better. Um, that younger Fisher is a is a she was good last year as a freshman. Um, and all those other girls, much like my, my sophomores that are now juniors, they're just better versions of themselves. And so um, they're still the, 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 the top dog in our conference, and, and everybody's chasing after them. Uh, we just got to figure out how we can get better so that we can make it a good game.
1: Is rebounding the thing you are number one at getting better at, or is there something else?
9: No, it, it's just dealing with dealing with pressure. There's, there's times where we're out there and we become our, our sixth defender. Uh, with our decision making. And so it's it's one of those things where uh, these kids with, with some of the kids that have left our program that, that were there to save the day uh, point-wise and defensive-wise, Allie Bauer's not here, uh, Maddie Hollowell, Claire Cornell. So these girls got to do stuff. And when they don't, no one's there to save the day. So um, it, that's the the, the responsibility and getting stuff done and understanding that you're the only ones to do it. Uh, that's a big step. So I mean, there's there's still times where we hang out and we hope that somehow we come up with a 10-point lead in the first play, and that just doesn't happen. You got to chip it away at it, and that's just a lot
1: of good decisions in a row. All right, coach. We'll see you in a couple hey, of weeks. Congrats, it, Doug. Mike Ford. Their girls are nine and one here at Elm Creek after a 39-27 victory. Oh, excuse me, that's the score of the boys' game, 47-35 victory. In the contest, Hannah Stewart led the way for Loomis, 11 points, 8 rebounds. Thorell had 13 boards. Lexi Billiter, 7 points, 10 rebounds. We'll come back and look at the numbers in the boys' game right after this. Back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Here's the numbers I have for Loomis in the first half. Shea Swanson, five points, two rebounds. Quinn Johnson, two points, two rebounds. Aiden Lovin, two rebounds. Nolan Benjamin, five points and a rebound. Carson Orco, six points, five rebounds. Jackson a rebound, and Joshua Marcy leads the way with nine points, four rebounds. 27 points, 17 rebounds. Four out of seven at the free throw line. One of five from three-point land. One block, seven turnovers. Orkut with three fouls, Lovett with two. For Elm Creek, Cage Claybaugh leads the way with 15 points, four rebounds. Troy Brummels, two points and a rebound. Trey Miner, seven points, three rebounds. Karsten McCarter, eight points, four rebounds. Brandon Newford, four points and a rebound. Lane Gutsweiler, a three-point bucket and two rebounds. At the half, 39 points, 15 rebounds. Five out of ten at the free throw line. Four of 15 from three-point land, only two turnovers. Brummels does have three fouls. And McCarter has two, 39-27. Elm Creek leading Loomis at the half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. The second half is next. Elm Creek will get the ball to start the second half, and Gage Claybaugh makes a first three that he looks at, and he buries it, and it's 42-27. Elm Creek trying to answer as Benjamin from way out there, it's no good. Rebound comes down again to Claybaugh. Outlet pass into the front court, gets thrown away, but was last touched by a Loomis-Wolf. And so Elm Creek will take the ball underneath their own hoop. 15 points, the largest lead of the game. 42-27 42 to 27 here. Elm Creek has hit five three pointers. Loomis has hit one, but they've shot three times as many as well. McCarter up top to Getzweiler against a man to man for Loomis, trying to sag and cover here. Elm Creek, good movement without the ball. Give it off to Miner. He'll come in with a scoop shot. No good. Three Loomis Wolves run into each other, and Elm Creek gets the ball. Outside for a three. It's no good after Miner got the board. They save it again. Back out to the free throw line. It's no good by Brummels. How about a third time? Yes, and a foul. Elm Creek, Trey Miner will get a chance at a three-point play here because... Three Loomis Wolves ran into each other, and it kept the ball alive. And Elm Creek got three offensive boards. Shea Swanson with the foul. His first in the free throw is good. And even this might be a little too much for Loomis to overcome. 45-27. And a foul going to be called here. Reaching in, grabbing a yarn. Trey Miner, that'll be his first. Score update from Grand Island. Carney Catholic leading the Grand Island Central Catholic boys at the half, 22 to 20, on ESPN 1460. And Lewis to throw it in here in the front court. Down by 18. They average 73 points. They've got 27. Right corner trying to drive baseline. Nice move, switching hands off the glass. Shea Swanson with seven. And they'll hustle back defensively. But Elm Creek could almost start playing a little bit different kind of basketball here with this huge lead. With it, McCarter. Be a little more patient on offense. They really don't have the post play like the Wolves have with Marcy. They try the back cut. Gutsweiler has it, but he can't get the shot away. Kicks it out to Claybaugh. He'll come down the lane. Double pump it in. Gage, Claybaugh, 20 points, 47-29 Elm Creek trying to lob it to Marcy, they underthrow throw it, Loomis turns it over, Elm Creek wants to run, two on three, all the way in, ball knocked out of there, Quinn Johnson on the Brummel's attack, now it's one on three the other way with Shea Swanson, and he'll stop and give it off to Johnson. Johnson into the corner, Benjamin for three, it's around it out, no good, nobody gets the ball, it hits the floor, and finally Gutzweiler went and got it. Elm Creek was more concerned about boxing somebody out into the stands than grabbing the basketball. Buffaloes with an 18-point lead over undefeated Loomis. McCarter up top, again, they clear the lane over the right wing. Claybaugh got the defender to bite, drives in, puts the runner on the rim, three bounces, no. One that did not go, and Johnson gets the rebound. Up the floor defensively, it is Brummel's guarding Joshua Marcy, and another charge called here on Loomis. Marcy tried to come up and set the screen. Nobody followed him. And an offensive foul on Shea Swanson as he took out two Elm Creek Buffaloes. Back into the ballgame, Aiden Levin and Jicks in the lobby here for Loomis. Staying in there is going to be Swanson along with Marcy and Benjamin. Elm Creek's going to go get Brandon Neufer back into the ball game Up the floor with it, McCarter. Gets around the defender, kicks it out on the right wing. Ball fake, drive the baseline, kick it back out, McCarter. Loomis is so overplaying the ball that when they bite on the ball fake, they're just left out to dry. Newfer for three. It's good. Even Brandon is getting involved tonight. He averages three points a game. He's got seven. It is a 21-point lead for Elm Creek. 50-29. to Down to Marcy. Right block. Ball fake. Now takes it in and finally lays it over the front of the rim and in. He's got a team-high 11 points at Elm Creek on the outlet. They want to run. Brummel's passes up a 15-footer. Out top, driving into the key. Miner throws it up and swatted out of there by Marcy. His second block. Outlet pass, Swanson. He'll take it around the defender and lay it up and in. He couldn't afford another charge and made a nice little fancy footwork. Baseball pass to the other end. Claybaugh's there up and fouled. And that is on Swanson. He's got all three of his fouls here in the first three and a half minutes of the third quarter. And two free throws coming up for Gage Claybaugh. He's one of two at the line. He's got a game-high 20 points. Elm Creek burned Loomis about four times in the first half when they didn't get back. The free throw is in and out. No good. Second free throw now coming up for Claybaugh. And this one is on the way, and it's good. So Gage, six in the quarter, 21 in the game, 51-33. Even though they're 7-2, Elm Creek only averages about 56, so they're kind of... Out of their minds offensively a little bit tonight as well. Love it. Over on the right wing to Swanson. Swanson carded by McCarter and the man to man. And we get a double foul called here. And it's a jump ball. And it will be Loomis ball. Marcy for Loomis. And Claybaugh for Elm Creek. So for Marcy, that will be, well, for both of them, it will be their second foul. It is a jump ball and a double foul, so Loomis will keep it. And they'll lob it up top. The officials have been talking to the kids. They couldn't talk anymore. Good lob into Marcy. Triple teamed. He puts it up anyway and scores. Marcy makes it 51-35. A little 6-1 run here by Loomis. 51-35 gets it to 16. Baseball pass down the floor. They get it to the baseline. Driving in Claybaugh, and he got fouled. Almost everything to the... Hoop now is drawing a foul just because I think Loomis is getting a little tired. And Gage Claybaugh goes right back to shoot two. The foul is the third on Aiden Lovett. That's already five fouls here in the first four minutes of the second half on Loomis. Free throw is no good, too strong. So the Wolves will go get Quinn Johnson back into the ball game along with Orkut. Orchid has three, Swanson has three, Lovett has three. Marcy now has two for Elm Creek. Brummels with three, Claybaugh, and McCarter with two. Second free throw now for Gage Claybaugh once all the subs got in. On the way, and that's off the mark, and Orkut will run down the rebound uncontested, his sixth. Up ahead, they get it to Shea Swanson. Swanson spins in the lane all the way in, puts it up, got a hand on it. It's partially blocked. It's no good. And Neufer will come down with his second rebound. They throw it up ahead. They want it over and back, and they will get it. What happened was the outlet pass hit Gage Claybaugh, who had just crossed midcourt. He did never possess it, but it hit his leg and then ricocheted back into the backcourt. And Coach Cavity doesn't think that that's an over and back, but that's only the third turnover for Elm Creek. And in the lane, another jumper miss, but an offensive rebound here. Shea Swanson, and then he gets fouled. Swanson just trying to throw it up their backyard style. Will go to the line to shoot two. He's one of one. He's got four in the quarter, nine in the game. He and Marcy have all eight points here in the third quarter for Loomis. And that is the fourth foul on Troy Brummels. About the only Buffalo that's not having a fun time tonight is Brummels. Two points, two rebounds, but four fouls. And now important free throws for Swanson. First one up, first one, rolls off, no good. Coming to the ball game, McCarter. Brummels is out. Still to be decided, the last minute here, Loomis could have got even closer. Second free throw, no good. Marcy rebound, back up and in. He caught it and shot it. All in one motion, and so they do get the two points out of the deal, and the 21-point lead is now down to 14. Clear it out for McCarter. Left side of the lane, stops, kicks it back out to Claybaugh. Can't get the three away. Overshoots his teammate. Ball's loose, and Orkut's able to kick it and pick it up. Outlet pass here, Johnson to Marcy. Dribbles it off the leg of a defender, and a foul called Elm Creek. So Loomis starting to get back into a little bit of a comfort zone running foul is on Trey Miner his second and Miner wants to talk to the official and ask him what he did he's saying I was here first and he ran up over me but he definitely wasn't set so Lewis ball underneath their own hoop looking to get even closer it'll be Swanson to throw it in into the right hand corner behind the arc to Marcy they clear the lane let Josh dribble in backs it oh what a move lays it up and in Great ball fake, and then just wheeled and dealed and aimed in the quarter 17 in the game for the big guy. Fast break, for gets down there, and Marcy is there to block it. So that time he did run the court. Here come the Wolves. Three-pointer Benjamin, no. Rebound offensively, love it, back up, no. Offensive rebound, knocked out of bounds, it'll belong to Loomis. And Coach Cavity has all of his timeouts, but has not elected to use one. He's bending the ear of anybody that'll listen, though. And Loomis to throw it in, but they had a chance there to cut it to 10 and missed a couple of gimmies. They've done that a couple of times. Love it with it to the high post. Swanson dribbles behind the arc. They clear it out one-on-one. Brings it into the paint. Jump stop. Nope. Back out to Marcy. Marcy down the lane, lost the handle, threw it up, no good. They never had control of the basketball. Rebound brought down by McCarter. Out ahead, Gutsweiler, he got run into. Aiden Lovett ran him over. That's his fourth personal foul. He didn't expect Lane to come to the jump stop like he did, and he just ran right over him. So four fouls on Lovett. And on the other side, Elm Creek has four fouls on Brummels. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth in Elm Creek, bringing you our FKC doubleheader. While Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home, don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Elm Creek inbounds at left block. Claybaugh put it up, and he has his shot blocked by Carson Orcutt. Takes it away. Outlet three in transition. Johnson got it. Quinn Johnson with his first three-point bucket of the ball game. The 21-point lead is down to nine. 2.10 to go, third quarter. Loomis fans in it. The momentum has changed. Everybody from Elm Creek setting. Down on the low block, turnaround jumper off the glass. Trey Miner, a big answer back for Miner. He's got five in the quarter and 12 in the game. 53-42 at the other end. Did he travel? Yes, he did. Shea Swanson dribbled into the paint, tried to stop, rolled his ankle could never regain his balance and turn the ball over. Another score update for you. The Kearney boys have a first-quarter lead over Norfolk, 12-9. to Carney girls lost in overtime, so it'll be a late night for the Bearcats coming home. They're home against Lincoln Southeast tomorrow. Excuse me, Lincoln, yeah, Lincoln Southeast tomorrow. Grand Island plays Lincoln Southwest. 53-42, Elm Creek, they break the press. It's all Carter, brings it all the way to the high post, into the paint now, keeps the dribble and brings it out of there. Guarded by Lobby. Right side of the key, they'll dump it into the corner to Newfer. Back out Gutsweiler, Try to lob it inside on the mismatch. They get it inside. Swanson actually blocked the shot of Miner, but they save it to Claybaugh for three. He can't get it to go. Defensive board grabbed here by Nolan Benjamin. 53-42, Elm Creek by 11. They were up by 21. It was down to nine. Marcy calling for the ball, but they've got him doubled. So he'll come out, set a ball screen here for Swanson. Swanson up top. Bounce pass got away, but Benjamin's there to pick it up to lobby. Nobody on him. He'll shoot a three. It's off the mark. That's not the shot they wanted, but he was wide open. And the rebound brought down by Karsten McCarter. So it looks like Elm Creek has survived the onslaught here, and now they're back in the ball game. And as we say that, they dribble it off their foot, turn it over. Up the floor is Quinn Johnson. Pulls up for three. It's over everything. Offensive rebound by Shay Swanson because not very many people were back. Into the paint, Marcy muscles it up and in. Elm Creek does not have an answer one-on-one for Joshua Marcy. Ten in the quarter, 19 in the game, and the lead now back to nine. 53-44 Elm Creek, and they may play for the last shot with 30 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And they'll bring everybody out. McCarter and Miner play and catch. Carney Catholic with a big third quarter. Now leads Grand Island Central Catholic 43-30 after three on ESPN 1460. Lady Stars won the game. Timeout going to be called here by Elm Creek to set up a play. 15 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us. Specializing in you. Elm Creek 53, Loomis 44.
7: Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is now hiring. We're looking for team members and managers ready to join our fun-loving, steak-burger-grilling, custard-scooping team. From flexible schedules to opportunities for advancement, Freddy's offers a great career path. Plus fun people, some Freddie swag, and plenty of opportunities for success. Lots and lots of success.
9: Now hiring at the Freddies and Kearney and Hastings.
5: Apply online or in person.
1: Coach Tanner Kameny uses a timeout to set up the final play here, he hopes, of the third quarter. Inbounds pass to midcourt. Karsten McCarter holds it one-on-one here against Benjamin. Dribbles to the left side of the key. Off a double screen. They have to kick it out top. Orkitt tipped it away. Balls loose. Clock runs. Still loose. Loomis will get the steal. Swanson will throw up a running three that's way too strong at the horn. And that is the end of the third quarter. It was 21 points for Elm Creek. They go to the fourth with a nine-point lead. They definitely would have taken that at the end of the night. In a battle for the top spot of the Fort Carney Conference, it's Elm Creek 53, Loomis 44 on Power 99. Well, our producer-engineer, Cannon Rout, Doug Duda back with you here at Elm Creek. We go to the fourth quarter. Loomis gets the ball, trailing by nine, 53-44. Wolves ball between the circles, dribbling in, almost walking again with Swanson, kicks it out of the wing to Orkut. Elm Creek does not have an answer for Marcy, but Loomis is going to need more than him if they want to come all the way back. He had 10 last quarter. Orkut into the paint underneath the hoop, kicks it out long three. Johnson, No. Rebound brought down by Gage Claybaugh, his sixth of the ball game, and then it's stolen away. Orc brings it in, and a blocking foul on Elm Creek. Elm Creek had four turnovers last quarter, six in the game. That's number seven. Loomis two turnovers last quarter. They have nine. The blocking foul called on Gage Claybaugh, his third. Five fouls now on Elm Creek, six on Loomis at the line to shoot two. Carson Orcutt, he hit a couple back into second quarter, and he misses this one. He's got six points. Four of ten at the line for Loomis, seven of 15 for Elm Creek, so not stellar at all for either team. Second free throw, good. So Orcutt now with seven points. Marcy has 19, 9 for Swanson for Elm Creek. Claybaugh has 21, 12 for Minor. 8 for McCarter. Brummel's has been in foul trouble. He's got 4. Newfer is on the court to start the 4th quarter. Left corner, Claybaugh trying to throw it inside, stepping in front. Shea Swanson makes the steal. Swanson up the floor, trying to get past Gutswiller, lays it up and in. Nice job of handling the basketball. Shea Swanson, and it's now 53-47, a 6-point lead which was 21, midway through the third. So now the pressure's starting to mount a little bit here on Elm Creek. They've got to find a way to score in the half court. They hit a couple of threes to help them get that big lead. Gutzweiler tries to drive and kick. And again, Quinn Johnson is there. And again, Quinn Johnson makes the steal. They'll give it off to Shea Swanson. Right side cut into the paint, takes it strong. Put it up too strong. Marcy rebound, gets set, puts it up, missed it. That would have been a huge one for the Loomis fans. And the rebound brought down here by Brandon Neufer. Marcy did a great job going up, getting the rebound, not forcing it back up, And even when he got settled, it bounced off the rim. 53-47, Elm Creek, 6.15 to go. Gutsweiler, white side, wide open. Claybaugh, three-pointer, no. He hasn't missed many wide-open ones tonight, and the rebound brought down by Quinn Johnson. Baseball pass up to Benjamin, open three, transition, good. Eight points for Nolan Benjamin. Timeout on the floor. With six minutes remaining in a basketball game, this is what rivalry is all about. Elm Creek 53, Loomis 50. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney
5: farming is a way of life here and today's farmer has a feel for the land a knowing touch that shows on the riches of the harvest and the farmers know chs agronomy department is who they can trust and count on your chs agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical fertilizer seed and soil samples chs is right there where you are that means you know the people and they're giving back in your communities chs people and resources you can count on always and always here at CHsholdridge.com.
6: At First Tier Bank, our roots go back to 1955. Our vision has always been to help our communities live better with great banking. First Tier Bank takes pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking, savings, loans, and online banking with bill pay. First Tier Bank measures its success by continued growth of our clients and communities. We are proud to support our high school athletes.
1: Elm Creek had a 50-29 lead. Since that point, Loomis is on a 21-3 run. Elm Creek still has the lead, but in no means is this one even close now to over. 53-50, Elm Creek six minutes to go. Buffalo basketball. Each team has three timeouts remaining. Up top, they get it to Claybaugh. Doesn't even look at the three. Trying to find something off a screen here to get it inside and maybe get a layup. Brummels back out there to McCarter. Gutsweiler, ball knocked away. Swanson goes in for the layup, and Joyce. Ball was slapped, and again they're still talking out there. They better be careful. They better be careful. It's 53-52. Shea Swanson now with 13. Buffaloes get it up to Gutsweiler against the man-to-man. There's the back cut, but they mishandle the basketball and turn it over. The layup was there, but they didn't handle the bounce pass. Ball fake three. Here comes Johnson for the lead. Got it. 54-53, 54-53, Loomis. Fast break the other way. They're going to take a pull-up three in the right-hand corner. It's no good by Miner. Three down is brought down by Quinn Johnson. Tries to get it down to Orchid forced it, ball tipped away, and Loomis will turn it over for the third time here in the half. Baseball pass to the other end. They find Brummels, who hits the trailer, Gutsweiler. Loomis ahead for the first time since the first quarter. In the paint, driving in, missing the layup, though, is Brummels, and then he commits his fifth foul, and he's out. Marcy got the rebound. His hand got caught up in there trying to get the board. Both teams are in the one and one. And Brummel's is just not his night. He is a great basketball player, but nothing went his way tonight when everything was going pretty good for his teammates. So Brummel's will foul out tonight with two points, two rebounds, and 436 remaining in a basketball game. That is just the sixth team foul, by the way, so we're not in the bonus yet, but both teams will be in the bonus from here on out. Loomis with their original starting five out there. Newfer comes in, seeing some extended minutes tonight with the foul situation to Brummels. He's in there with the other four starters. So Loomis has the ball in the lead for the first time since the first half. Three-pointer Benjamin, no good. Follows his shot, got his rebound, steps up, and finishes. You don't see stuff like this very often. Loomis had a four-point lead in the first half. We were tied at 14 in the first quarter. Loomis gave up six in a row. Elm Creek scored six in a row. And they didn't trail till a moment ago, and now we get a body foul called here on Benjamin, trying to deny the drive of Trey Miner. And Nolan Benjamin with his second personal foul. And they will call this a shooting foul. So Miner at the line. He's one of three. Before this big lead got away, it seemed like Elm Creek just needed to take care of the ball and make free throws. Well, they're not taking care of the ball, and the free throw is in for the first point of the fourth quarter here for Elm Creek at the four-minute mark. First point of the fourth quarter, Loomis scored the first 12 of the quarter. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. It's still a one-point game, and we've got a timeout called here by the Buffaloes. They'll have two remaining. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It is Loomis 56, Elm Creek 55 on Power 99.
8: Pioneer, with you from the word go.
1: See Impact Seed. Again, be sure to tell the many sponsors from the Loomis, Elm Creek area, and throughout central Nebraska, thank you for allowing us to bring you exciting high school basketball like this tonight. It was... Elm Creek winning the girls game 47-35 to right now. Four minutes to go in the boys game. Loomis 56, Elm Creek 55. Loomis is undefeated, ranked third in D2 at 7-0. Elm Creek is sixth in D1 with a record of 7-2 after going 21-3 into state last year. They beat Loomis twice last year, including in the conference tournament final. They had a 21-point lead tonight, and they are no longer in the lead. Loomis basketball. It is Swanson off the ball screen, comes into the paint. Wheels, deals, puts it up, scores, and he's fouled. He was double teamed and just keeps that pivot foot and finds a way to draw contact. And Shea now with six in the quarter, one of three at the line, has 15 points and a chance to make it a two-possession ball game. With 3.39 remaining, it's the third foul on Trey Miner. So Miner and Claybaugh with three, Brummel's has already fouled out. Elm Creek just does not have any kind of presence inside, though, to match up with Marcy. Free throw, no good. Long rebound comes out to Karsten McCarter. And then the ball knocked away from behind. Loomis jumps on it. What do we got? Timeout, Loomis. They're able to jump on it, and without traveling, they call a 30-second timeout. Loomis now with six turnovers in the fourth quarter and ten in the second half after just giving it up twice in the first half of play. So we're still here at just under four minutes to go. Loomis has the ball in a 58-55 lead this out, brought to you by ENT Physicians.
6: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in, and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River.
1: Back in the Kearney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. Doug it with you here in Elm Creek. Loomis just getting a key steal. Three and a half to go. They lead Elm Creek 58-55. Swanson with it. Off the ball screen, Johnson. Swanson into the paint. He wants it all by himself, and he does. Shay Swanson. It was Swanson in the second half here, and it's 60-55, to the largest lead of the game for Loomis after being down by 21. Remember, that was 50-29. to Since then, it's a 31-5 to run by Loomis, an unbelievable run against a very good Elm Creek basketball team. Elm Creek just needs a bucket. They need to settle down. They've had to do that for a long time, but there's still time as they throw it into the backcourt. And Neufer will just get it back to McCarter. He's picked up by Benjamin, and the Loomis man-to-man tries the right side. Ball screen here by Claybaugh. Pick and roll, but Claybaugh stays out of the three-point line, takes it in on Marcy, kicks it to the corner. Three-pointer is no good by Miner, and the rebound brought down by Loomis's Nolan Benjamin. Benjamin will trot it up the floor here, and now Loomis is in a position they never thought they would be. Up five in the fourth quarter with the ball. Elm Creek's got to get a stop here. And really, if you're Loomis, about all you're looking for now are layups. You can work some clock. No need to shoot threes. They've only made three of them all night anyway. Swanson drives right side of the key, but then just peels out to the right-hand corner. Back out to Benjamin. Guarded by Gutzweiler. One-on-one on the weak side here. He'll back out to midcourt. 2.20 to go. Thought about a steal attempt there, but Johnson's able to secure the ball against Miner. Each foul is a one and one And Loomis has got... Guards that can handle the ball here, and that's what they're doing. Or cut with it to Benjamin. McCarter trying to poke it away. Two minutes to go. They've whittled off 40 seconds on this possession. Benjamin, five second count, picks it up and gives it over to Johnson, and then he is fouled by Trey Munter, his fourth. 1.54 remaining, and now can Loomis hit their free throws? Obviously key here as we move into the Last two minutes of the ball game as a free throw shooting team. Loomis is only 55%, but how many have really mattered? Quinn Johnson to the line to shoot the 1 and 1? They've been blowing out so many teams. Free throw good. Johnson actually 86% on the season. He was 12 of 14 coming in. That's the first attempt he's had tonight. He made it. He's got seven points. 61 55. Loomis. Second free throw. In and out, no good. Two players boxed out to the floor, but Newfer is able to come in there and get the rebound. Elm Creek, desperate need of some points. Off the screen, dribbling into the paint, putting up the jumper and scoring is Trey Miner, and a timeout will be called by Elm Creek. They'll have one remaining. Miner hits an off-balance jumper, but boy, did they need it. Loomis, I mean, it's unbelievable. It was a 32-5 run until that bucket, and the game's not over yet, Elm Creek. We'll use the timeout. They will have one remaining. Loomis 61, Elm Creek 57. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you.
8: Carney for a free estimate.
1: That field goal by Trey Miner was the first field goal of the fourth quarter for Elm Creek. He had their other two points from the line. He's got 16 in the ball game. Loomis 61, Elm Creek 57, 142 remaining. Only one timeout left for Elm Creek. Plus, they get the possession on a jump ball. Two timeouts remaining for Loomis. Both teams have 17 fouls, and we're going to get full court pressure. Loomis to throw it in. This shouldn't usually bother them with the way they handle it. Quinn Johnson trying to stay out of the trap and throws over the top as he gets to midcourt to Nolan Benjamin. Marcy posting up down low against Miner, who's leaning on him with four fouls. The official takes the whistle out of his mouth, says, be careful, boys. Loomis now trying to just kill clock, really spread the floor. They're only looking for layups. Benjamin, 120 to go. Center circle with it. Gives it off to Johnson. This is the guy you don't really want to foul, even though he got one of two. Johnson drives off balance, swatted out of there, and they'll take it away. Turnover by Loomis as Trey Miner swatted it away. Here comes Elm Creek three. It's too strong by Claybaugh. And a defensive rebound. Boy, that would have been huge to cut it to one. One minute to go, and Nolan Benjamin will get the rebound. He'll bring it into the front court, and he'll be fouled with 55 seconds remaining. Foul on McCarter will be his third. Didn't need the three at the other end, but it was there. Claybaugh's been hitting them. He was red hot until they went on their drought. And when he quit scoring, really the team quit scoring. 21 points, but he's had that since midway through the third. And at the line, Nolan Benjamin for the first time. Five in the quarter, ten in the game. Front end of a one-and-one one with 55 seconds to go. It's on the way, and it is no good. Rebound brought down by McCarter. So Elm Creek's getting opportunities, but they have to cash in here. McCarter, as they set the play up, a little low on four. Right side to Neunfer. Draws Marcy out of there to McCarter. A deep three, and it's off the mark again, and it's all Loomis underneath. Carson Orcutt with his seventh rebound. That might have been the guy they wanted to foul. Did they get him fouled? I think that is the case. Just couldn't hear the whistle. 36 seconds remaining, but two empty possessions there for Elm Creek when they were down four. And another player. It appears as fouled out of the ballgame if that's on Miner, and that is the case. So Trey Miner will join Troy Brummels on the bench. Miner with 16 points, five rebounds, and a block will leave us with 36 seconds remaining in the ball game. And Shea Swanson will go to the line. He is just one of four tonight despite having 17 points. Waiting for the sub here from Coach Cavani. Don't forget when we're done, the new uh, Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. And coming off the bench cold is going to be Keaton. No, it's going to be uh, Trent Watkins. So he comes in, and now the front end of the one-and-one. It's on the way, and it's in. Shea Swanson, 9 in the quarter, 18 in the game. 62-57, Loomis. 36 seconds remaining. In front of a full house. Free throw number two is also good. 63-57. Guts bringing it up. One on, one on. Lovett. Aiden making him go to the left hand. Switches it. McCarter over to Newford. Somebody's going to have to get a shot away. Driving baseline, then kicking it back out top. How about the new kid? And the three-pointer is on the way. No good. Out of bounds from Watkins. Last touch. No, it didn't go out of bounds. You're going to say the Wolves saved it and got fouled, and that could do it. One more point could do it. Shay Swanson is going back to the line on the 10th team foul to shoot two. Gage Claybaugh with his fourth. Elm Creek 0 of 6 from three-point land in the fourth quarter. So here we go with two for Swanson. First one's up and in, and that ought to do it. with 19 seconds remaining. Elm Creek has one timeout. Second free throw on the way. It's good. Four in a row by Swanson. The largest lead of the game for Loomis. 65-57. Driving in McCarter. Makes a nice move to the hoop. Puts it up and scores. They'll get it in quickly. Will they foul? Yes, but there's only eight seconds remaining. McCarter with just the second bucket of the fourth quarter here for Elm Creek. 65 59, eight seconds remaining. Two more free throws coming up here for the Wolves. Down 21 in the third quarter. Loomis has come all the way back to remain undefeated. Nolan Benjamin to shoot two. First one on the way. It's good. Six in a row from the charity stripe here for the Wolves. 66 59. The second free throw on the way, no good. Rebound grabbed by Claybaugh. Claybaugh gives it to McCarter. Long three by Karsten is off the mark, no good. Rebound comes down to Orkut, and the final horn sounds. A comeback for the year in the Fort Kearney Conference. Elm Creek at home will have to regroup after seeing a 21-point second-half lead evaporate Loomis got the first 12 points of the fourth quarter after being down nine and went on to win the ball game 66-59. to Again, Elm Creek had a 50-29 to lead. And so you can do the math of 37-9 run to close the game here for Coach Drew Billiters-Wolves. And there's no doubt these teams may see each other again depending on where Pleasanton falls into the mix when we get to the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament in February. We'll take a break at the new West uh, Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, coaches, interviews, and more coming up on Power 99 and Preps.com. We want to remind you, it's nights like this that you want to nominate your athlete, the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete, one boy and one girl winner each month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Brett Mahoney of Carney Catholic and Isabella Pates of Pleasanton are our last two winners. Your athlete could be there as well earlier this year. Whitney Bauer of Elm Creek won the award. We're back with all the postgame right after this.
6: The Aurora Cooperative Animal Nutrition Team is proud to launch our brand new lick Tub line. We have specially formulated a variety of tubs for the benefit of producers across the region. With several options, it will be easy for producers to get the most out of their supplementation program. Whether it's a need for elevated protein, added energy, making the most of low-quality forage, or even moderating stress in weaned calves, we have the tub to fit the situation. Contact your local animal nutrition representative today to learn more about what we can offer your operation. Tougher Together, Aurora and you.
8: Don't miss the 42nd Annual Used Boat Show at Buzz's Marine in Kearney. January 11th through the 18th is the best eight days to buy new to you. These used boats are fully serviced and detailed and are Buzz's certified, so you can buy with confidence. During the Used Boat Show, special show pricing, pro shop discounts, games, prizes, and more. Buzz's Marine's 42nd Annual Used Boat Show, January 11th through the 18th. Open Monday through Friday, 830 to 5, Saturday, 830 to 4, and Sunday, noon to 4. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Kearney. Learn more at Buzz's Marine.
1: And welcome back to Elm Creek, a full house on hand tonight, treated to a dandy of a boys' basketball game. But it was just really a tale of two different runs. Elm Creek building a huge run to go up by 21, and then Loomis using a huge run to come back and win it, 66-59. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And the head coach of the victorious and undefeated Loomis Wolves, Drew Billeter, joins us. And, uh, Drew, it sure didn't look like you were going to be undefeated here for quite a while tonight. Congratulations on the comeback. I guess I didn't quite say it at 21. I might have said it when it got down to 14 that this thing wasn't over. What was the difference? What got you down? What got you back?
0: Well, I think what got us down early was they got in transition, got a lot of buckets early on us. Um, You know, I think what got us back into it was our defensive intensity. Um, We got some shots to fall. Um, Kind of turned into more of an up-and-down game, so um, our defense really took over in the second half, and then we got some shots to fall, and that helped a lot.
1: I know we noticed in the first half that even when you scored, Elm Creek was so good about getting the ball out and getting down, and they almost countered anything you did with a bucket of their own.
0: Yeah, uh, we talked at halftime. We tried to um, try and stop that outlet, you know, once he got the rebound to try and double him and, you know, try and slow him down. We did that a little bit, too, and and then we just got back on defense, you know, and, and I think as soon as we got a little excitement, we got a little energy, the fans got behind us, and Man, what a great environment. I mean, two great FKC teams, you know. I'm just glad that uh, when they punched us in the mouth, we didn't go down. We, we could have.
1: I'm going to ask you about that. You haven't been in a situation at all like that this year. Maybe a little bit of adversity last year. You still have two starting guards that are sophomores that played as freshmen. How did you think these guys uh, handled it?
0: Oh, I thought Shea Swanson handled it extremely well. He just kept driving, kept attacking. Um, you know, Nolan hit some shots for us, but, you know, Josh Marcy, I mean, tell me that's not the best post in the area i mean that guy just dominated down there and um, he helped get us back into the game and you know it's a a credit to our team i didn't know how good a team we had and i told him at halftime i said we'll see how good a team we have because good teams will come back i said i know we were down 12 or 13 but i said if you're a good team you'll find a way to win
1: it is so hard at any level but especially if you've got a young ball club at the high school level to when you're down 14 16 21 that we're shooting threes and we're playing out of control with our pants on fire they still found a way to have that big third quarter for Joshua Marcy 10 of his 19 there in the third to at least get you within shouting distance
0: yeah he played very well um I think this kind of goes back to last year and, and, and i Creek as well but um you know playing in the Heartland Hoops Classic you know playing down at state those things help you you don't understand how much you know experience they give you you know playing in those moments you know Josh was a four-year starter for us and I couldn't be more proud of him. He's finally got it. He finally figured everything out. It was a great game. Um, You know, hats off to Elm Creek for how they play. They played extremely well, and shots didn't go down. It doesn't mean they're not still a great team. They could have put us away at any time, and I'm just glad we found a way to win, and I think we found out we got a pretty darn good team.
1: These guys wanted to play each other. That was evident tonight because uh, there was some old-school swagger tonight, uh, which sometimes you got to walk the line on that a little bit. How did you talk to your team about that?
0: Uh, We had a couple kids that kind of started talking, and, you know, we got down. I said, stop worrying about them. I said, let's just try to find a way to keep getting buckets and keep playing. And, you know, we kind of talked to them, just said, just, you know, stay with the process, keep playing defense, keep attacking. And um, I thought we did a good job of not letting the moment, you know, as soon as we got down, it was almost like this weight got lifted off our shoulders because it was such a high-profile game. You saw how many people were here. You know, We haven't had a radio station cover us all year, now we got two, which is awesome. Um, but you can tell it's a high-profile game, and that's why you guys are here, and I think it lived up to it.
1: Won't be the last time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I hope it, not. It, uh,
1: it may be a couple games here before you see some competition. Uh, let's be honest, and the folks know that those that are on the docket here for you, you're going to be huge favorites. But Alma's much improved. Uh, you're going to see an Axtell team with – Uh, with all respect to both guys here, maybe the best coach in the conference, and Coach Heinrichs, he's been there, he's done it, he's building this team. Uh, And then you have your big boys uh, around conference tournament time. So where are we at with Loomis about what you want to accomplish between now and conference tournament to get this team to the next level to where they can get a conference championship, they can get back to Lincoln?
0: You know, I think we need to solidify our half-court offense, you know, be a little bit better. You know, when she's try and slow us down, like you said, Brent Heinrich is going to try and slow us down and turn it into the ugliest 45-42 game he's ever seen. we got to continue to, you know, keep the pace up. You can see in that, third, in that third and fourth quarter, when the pace gets going, we're super tough. They lose our guards in transition. We score. They forget about doubling. You know, the more it gets controlled, the worse off we are. So, um, you know, continually playing defense, learning how, you know, we got to increase our, our bench, too. If you saw it tonight, we didn't get into the bench very much. And I think we got some kids over the next three or four games where we think we can, you know, have an advantage. I can work those guys in and get them some confidence. Because we didn't get in foul trouble tonight, but we almost did. And when we get in foul trouble, we're going to have to have those guys step up for us to, you know, win a conference championship or get down to state. Because it might take your top three or four players away. you got to have – six and seven be ready to come in and contribute
1: well drew we'll let you get down there with the fans uh, best of luck tomorrow we'll see you in a couple of weeks bud yeah thank you drew Billiter, head coach of the Loomis wolves make an amazing second half comeback from 21 down to stay undefeated and beat elm creek we'll take a look at all the numbers right after this on the new west postgame show
8: it's cold out, you want a hearty hot meal in a hurry at a great price. Is that too much to ask? Not at Amigos. Now to February 18th, any Amigos enchilada dinner smothered with homemade enchilada sauce or new queso cheese is just $5. And there's new crisp chicken sliders, too, mild or spicy. Right now, get a crispy chicken slider, small fry, and small drink for just $5. Enjoy the $5 enchilada dinner or chicken cider meal today at Amigos.
1: Back on the new West Postgame show. Let's go ahead now and take a look at the final numbers of this uh, amazing basketball game for Elm Creek. Really, both teams, the five guys that were starting are the ones that scored. Each team only had uh, five guys, six guys for uh, Elm Creek. Uh, Gage Claybaugh, 21 points, but didn't score in the last quarter and a half. uh, Seven rebounds, and again, that's one of the reasons that uh, it's not on Gage. It's just that that was one of the reasons they got the lead. Then he quit scoring, and... We saw Loomis come back, 21 points, 7 rebounds. Troy Brummel's in foul trouble all night, fouled out midway through the fourth quarter, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Trey Miner fouled out in the final 35 seconds, 16 points, 5 rebounds and a block. Karsten McCarter, 10 points, 8 rebounds. Brandon Newfer, 7 points, 4 rebounds. Lane Gutsweiler had a 3-pointer in the first quarter. That's what he finished with. He also had 3 rebounds. I had Elm Creek for 15 rebounds in the first half, 14 in the second half, free throw shooting, 5 of 10 in the first half, 4 of 7 in the second half, 3-point shooting, 4 of 15 in the first half, 3 of 9. Let's uh, double-check that. Uh, Yeah, 3 of 9 in the second half, but they missed their final six shots uh, from three-point range. Turnovers, 2 in the first half, and then 10 in the second half. Elm Creek was up 39-27 at halftime. They were held to 20 points in the second half, and they finished with 59 points, 29 rebounds, 9 out of 17 at the free throw line, 7 of 24 from three-point land, one block shot, 12 turnovers. Elm Creek is 7-2, and, and the Buffaloes travel to Wilcox, held with tomorrow. Thursday, they go to Axtell, and a week from tomorrow, they return home to take on Kennesaw, and then on the 24th, a huge game with Pleasanton. For the Loomis Wolves, 21 points for Shea Swanson to lead the way. He had 12 of those in the fourth quarter, five rebounds and a block shot. Quinn Johnson, eight points, five rebounds and a block. Aiden Lovett, three rebounds. Nolan Benjamin, 11 points, five rebounds. Carson Orcutt, seven points, a team high, eight rebounds and a block shot. Jackson Lobby had a rebound. And Josh Marcy, 19 points. Ten of those were in the third quarter. He didn't even score in the fourth. 19 points, seven rebounds, three blocks. 17 rebounds in each half for the Loomis Wolves. Free throw shooting, 4 of 7 in the first half, 7 of 14 in the second half. 3-point shooting, 1 of 5 in the first half, 2 of 9 in the second half. Turnovers, 7 in the first half, then just 4 in the second half. 27 points in the first half, they flip it with 39 points in the second half. And Loomis finishes with 66 points, 34 rebounds, 11 out of 21 at the free throw line, 3 of 14 from three-point land, 6 block shots and 11 turnovers. And Loomis is now 8-0 and after a comeback, 66-59 over Elm Creek. Loomis will be taking on Arapahoe tomorrow uh, back at home. Then Wilcox-Hildreth one week from tonight at home. They go to Silver Lake on the Saturday the 18th. To Southwest, the next team they play with a winning record will be Alma at home on the 23rd. And then three straight road games. They have a stretch there of five road games in six contests. So again, Elm Creek scored the final six points of the first quarter to go up 20-14. to They eventually take it to a 12-point halftime lead. They go up 21 in the third quarter. Loomis cuts it to nine to start the fourth and then they score the first 12 in the fourth and eventually go on to win it, 66-59. We'll wrap things up from Elm Creek right after this on the New West Postgame Show. for you, action just wrapping up on ESPN 1460. Grand Island Central Catholic defeats Carney Catholics boys, 50 to 44. So that's the third loss for the stars. All the state-rated teams, but a big win for GICC. Carney Catholic won the girls game, 56 to 48. Another upset tonight. Uh, state-rated and undefeated Silver Lake girls are beaten by Blue Hill. In other girls' action, Ainsworth beat Minden. BDS over Giltner. Broken Bow down Holdridge, 37-27. Cambridge over Southwest. Also in girls' action tonight, Harvard was a winner uh, at Red Cloud, 39-24. Kennesaw beat Wilcox-Hildworth girls, 36-27. Other games of note on the girls' side, Ord beat Gibbon, 55-31. Overton down Amherst, 46-28. Ravenna over Wood River. 52-36, 52-36, Shelton beat Deschler 33-28, Southern Valley girls Clip Bertrand, 42-38, St. Paul over Sandy Creek 55-23, SEM girls over Axtell 53-45, state-rated teams, Thayer Central girls beat Superior 48-22. Of course, here it was Elm Creek 47 and Loomis 35 in a few of the boys' games that we haven't passed along to you yet. Uh, by the way, the Carney High girls lost in overtime tonight to Norfolk, and Kearney and Norfolk boys are tied at 38 going into the fourth quarter. Deschler knocked off the Shelton boys tonight by a score of 53-40. to 40. Holdridge over the Broken Bow boys, 60-46, and that was about it uh, outside of the ones that we had already passed along to you. Again, the final score here, Loomis rallies from 21 down to take a 66-59 win over Elm Creek. Tomorrow, the Amherst Wrestling Invitational Final Round around 4 4 here on Power 99. Our next basketball, Tuesday, Minden at Ravenna on Power 99, Carney Catholic at Lexington on ESPN 1460. Also next week on Power 99, Thursday, Kearney Catholic will be at Broken Bow. Friday, Pleasanton will be taking on Amherst. So some good games coming up. St. Cecilia GICC next Saturday. So. Glad you're along with us and you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. Schedule your appointment today. Big thanks again to all the folks here in Elm Creek, including Corey Spatansky, coaches Tanner Cavady, uh Mike Ford, and uh, the folks here. We will talk to you tomorrow from Amherst. Again, in the girls' game, Elm Creek 47-35 over Loomis. Loomis rallies to win the boys' game, 66-59. For our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath, I'm Doug Duda.